Hey, everybody, it's Jason. Just a quick note before the show starts to say a huge thank you to Ashley and Tom. They're the first two supporters of this show, and I am extremely grateful. You can become a supporter, too. Find the links at abriefchat.com. Welcome back to A Brief Chat with Jason Crane for Monday. It's the 5th of August, 2019, and the first show with a guest. I'd like to welcome my friend and a longtime radio companion, uh, Ben Weidman, who's a campus pastor for Third Way Collective on the campus of Penn State. Ben, it's great to have you here. Thanks for being the it's first good guest. to be here. This feels weirdly familiar. <laughs> yes, exactly. We used to do it in a studio. Now we're doing it in my basement. Other than that. It's perfect. You were one of the first people to write back with feedback that really caused me to kind of stop and think about what this show might be causing other people to think. And when I asked you what it is in particular you wanted to talk about today, you kind of centered that really well. So maybe I'll just let you start and and kind of say what it is that, that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, well, heaven forbid that I give you the crux of your show, because I'm sure it's clearer in your head. But for me, when I'm listening to the first few episodes, I hear you asking this question about, so we're all essentially in society, but there are aspects of society that we really should be pushing back against. And I find myself in hearing this wonderful conversation you've started, asking that same question of myself. How do we be both fully present in the world and also try and pull back or reject certain aspects of it? And where is that holistic um, life-giving line? And, and how do we find it? Is it different for each of us you know, it, it's raising lots of good questions in my head, and I, I think that's the sign of a good conversation, right? That that you're actually getting more questions than answers uh, as you begin it. And it's interesting that you, uh, in particular, are asking that question to me. You're uh, you're a Mennonite uh, minister, yeah. and uh, while a lot of people kind of lump together Mennonite and Amish, and there there are wild variations between all mm -hmm. of those things, but. I think a willingness to consider not being of the world is at yeah. least something that those traditions are open to. And like, I don't even know where to start asking the question that you're asking, because the very first question I ask myself is, well, is actually being in society, is that the thing I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be yeah. dropping out, going off the grid, learning to grow food, et cetera, et cetera? Right. And you're kind of starting from a place of, well, we're going to be in society, which I guess is probably the more realistic place to start. And it's certainly where we're both at. Yeah, as people. But I, I'm curious about that, about the idea of, is there even a step before how do we be in society where we should ask, should we be? Well, yeah, I mean, I think given my own theological tradition, there has been this tension throughout Anabaptism, which is at the, the origin story of the Mennonite church and its movement, about how much do we engage that. Um, I think there's a refrain, we strive to be in the world, but not of the world. But for a lot of this tradition's history, it has really tried to be out of the world, you know, closed communities, separate from the world, you know, building our own schools, building our own businesses that are self-serving and internal, hoping that, you know, whatever our lives look like, people just see them from a distance and that makes a difference in the world. But I think the more modern interpretations of this uh, peace church movement have said, if you're closing yourself off from the world, you're making no impact. And in fact, there's privilege in doing that. And even being able to say, we're closing ourselves off so that we can live this uh, holistic life. Most people, especially marginalized people, don't get the opportunity to actually do that. 
So then you're faced with this like, you know, um, more practical question of, okay, so if we're in the world, inevitably, what does that actually look like? And I think that's a, a, been a struggle for me. I think you're getting into a very important topic here in, in capitalism and especially in this country, how does that shape what it means to be in the world or of the world? Um, can't wait to see, wait to see where that goes. <laughs> so can we talk a little bit about how you yourself, and obviously I don't think in either of our cases we've answered this question that we're posing yet. I think we're both still exploring it, but can you talk about some of the ways in, in which you find yourself living that in the world, but not of it life? How do you try to make that a reality for the students that you talk to, for the people that yeah. you that's a great question. I think that it's an ongoing conversation that I'm having with myself and that I'm having with my family. We, for the sake of, uh, I guess, what we could afford, lucked into the local uh, land trust housing project. And so we're living in a, a dwelling that's smaller than what our society tells us we should be living in. Um, we're living with just my income, which is, again, uh, rejecting a societal notion that both of us as adults should be working. Chosen. We sh uh, I should just tell people that the we you're referring to is you're married and yes. you and your wife have children. We well. have three yeah. children. Um, I would assume that our listeners know all this about me, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great that's a great clarifying point there. And so, you know, we've rejected that social norm of, of both parents being working. We also have said that, you know, our family kind of comes first. So uh, when I, you know, have the choice between taking another evening away from them or another event away from them, I often will first ask, you know, what's more important in terms of, of that? Is my career uh, aspiration or my career trajectory more important than being with my family? So I think in that sense, that's rejecting a notion that we've been taught that, that actually, no, your career comes before everything and, and, and sometimes at the sake of your family. Is that an explicit conversation you either you and uh, your wife have or you and your family have or is that a conversation that's happening internally or, or both both uh, it is it is explicit though we will sit down at the beginning of each semester since I am connected to a college campus and say what's a realistic goal here um, there have been a few weeks where I've had like five or six evening events activities you know haven't said goodnight to my kids any more than once or twice a week and those are the weeks where we like pump the brakes and say hey this is not holistic you might be thriving in this world that you're um, living in on campus, but it is not healthy for our family to be in that kind of a pace or, or, or structure. Um, unlike some vocations, though, I, I am seasonally busy. I have a really wonderful benefit of having summers and, and holidays off in ways that some people don't. And uh, so I can sometimes try and trick myself into thinking, oh, I'll just work really hard right now because there's a break coming. It doesn't always work that way, and it's not um, super healthy, we've found, to, to just assume that there'll be space in the future. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, we can get into m more specifics, like we try and think more environmentally consciously about, you know, having only one car, riding our bikes or walking more frequently, uh, even when it comes to our diet, trying to, to live more sustainably in terms of what we eat and where it's sourced from. Um, but even as I say all these things out loud, I, I find myself thinking, boy, all of these are privileges, right? Like to be able to set my own hours is a huge privilege. To be able to set what we're buying in the grocery store is a huge privilege. Even to tell my employer, look, I'm going to skip that event so I can tuck my kids in bed at night is a huge privilege. Um, and so I think that's the, where the internal crisis comes in for me is I'm hearing a lot of what you're saying is like, 
it's wonderful to aim high, but like that, that in itself is a privilege. And, um, and are we, <laughs> are we li- reaching some sort of egotistical level if we say, um, you know, for my sake, I can only eat gluten free, you know, I don't know. Right. fill in the blank there with whatever you want. And, and, uh, I think that's why this inqu- this question is so important. How do we live in this world? My friend, uh, Cedric Johnson, who's a professor, not here uh, at Penn State, but elsewhere, he used to be on my one of my first talk shows a lot uh, about a decade or so ago. And he would often remind people that the personal choices you're making can serve to absolve the larger system from responsibility for what's going on. So, uh, you know, I ride my bike instead of driving a car or I eat vegan instead of eating meat, but I don't address the systemic problems of our car centered yeah. society, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I think everyone can do the math on all of on all of those things. And I, I find myself struggling with that a lot. I don't want to I don't want to reject all instances of personal responsibility. At the same time as I don't want to say just this personal responsibility alone is enough and is what I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right. And I just I find striking that balance to be a real, real challenge. However, uh, we're out of time for today. Uh, can you stick around for tomorrow? Love to. Fabulous. You can sleep right down here in the basement. Uh, <laughs> that's Ben Weidman. Tell people how they can find you online if they'd like to. Sure. Most of what I do comes out of Third Way Collective, which is a very unique peace and justice centered campus ministry on the campus here at Penn State University. Um, thirdwaycollective.org is our website, and it's third with a three RD, not T H I R D. And third way co uh for most social media platforms is where we put our stuff thank you all so much for listening you can find everything about this show at a you can find me on twitter and instagram at jason d crane and you can support the show at patreon.com slash a i love you a better world is possible